Welcome to the Caribbean Water and Sewage Association's podcast, H2 Operator. We are the Association of Water Utilities in the Caribbean, providing information for our operators and getting our public to appreciate what we are doing in the water sector. In today's podcast, we are going to speak with Mr. Mandel Alsey, the training manager at Wasco, the water and sewage company in St. Lucia. This week, Wasco is hosting a training in collaboration with the German Technical Development Agency, the GIZ, uh, with support or being executed by Consul Agua, the subsidiary of Hamburg Wasser, and Como Consult and also in collaboration with Kawasa. We've been able to attract operators from Wasco, Belize Water Services, the Dominica Water and Sewage Company, the St. Vincent Central Water and Sewage Authority, and the National Water and Sewage Authority of Grenada. And the participants are following the regional training on the demand and distribution of water which is provided by the, the training is provided by the Como Consult and Consul Agua. So I'm going to ask Mr. Alsey to tell us a little more about the workshop. Thank you Mr. Jean and good day to all our listeners. Um, this regional program was set up at an opportune time because we wanted to build on the conference held last week, the Kawasa conference, looking at building resilience, working with our operators to build resilience. Uh, because critical to us in the Caribbean region is to build resilience against the adverse effects of climate change. And right on top of the agenda um, within the region is the whole issue of non-revenue water reduction. Um, we understand in the region that we have challenges in terms of our water resources and its availability. So as much as possible, we're trying to reduce those losses that we have on our systems and try to be as efficient as we can. So in terms of the training program itself, it will cover areas on day one. We're looking at um, water loss reduction, calculating um, water, water balance, which is important in terms of finding a figure for what your non-revenue water actually is. On the second day, we're going to be focusing on district metered areas or DMZs that they may be referred to in some other jurisdictions. And we'll also have a site visit to our pilot implementation zone um, within which we've developed one district metered area. So we'll have a mixture of the theoretical as well as a practical exercise in the field. On day three, we're going to be looking at demand analysis and forecasting within the water sector. And on the final day, we're going to be looking at hydraulic analysis in terms of our transport system, looking at issues such as head loss calculations and the efficient use of a SCADA system in the water sector. Right. So I know that we have, well, we're almost into day four now. And we, I, I participated in a few of the sessions, and I found it to be really very enlightening and, and richly rewarding, uh, particularly the field trip yesterday. So 
I think it is good to have the cross-fertilization of ideas, particularly we had the experiences of the Belize Water Services, who are a little more advanced than the rest of the region as far as non-revenue water reduction is concerned. How are you finding uh, the, the contribution so far with, with the proceedings? Um, finding the contributions uh, very useful. Uh, as you alluded to, the, the cross um, the cross mix of um, how do you call it of ideas from the different countries as it relates to reducing non-revenue water, I think it's very good because it provides us as regional utilities an opportunity to learn from the experiences of other utilities. Um, as you so rightly said, Belize is quite advanced in terms of what they're doing in terms of non-revenue water reduction. And I think on Wasco's end, we've started the process. We actually have a draft non-revenue water reduction strategy that we've been working on and we presented at the conference last week. Um, so it's good that we're getting some feedback from them in terms of some of the areas that we can improve on, some of the areas that we have to pay particular attention for so that when we bring this program on full stream, we don't have a repeat of some of the challenges that they had and we can learn from each other. We can learn from their own experiences, of course. Um, so I think the, the, the sharing of ideas from the regional utilities is important because in a lot of situations, the challenges that we face in one country or in one utility, it's not unique to us because across the region, you find we, we all have the same socioeconomic and geographical conditions. Um, so that's where it provides an opportunity for a lot of learning and sharing of knowledge and experiences. So it saves us the cost of having to start from scratch every time. And we had the field trip uh, yesterday to because you have started a a pilot um, district metering area. Um, could you tell us a little more about this um, pilot? Right, so the pilot area will basically be used for testing both the theoretical aspects of reducing our non-revenue water and the practical side as well. And that is again to complement a lot of the work that we're doing now uh, with the GIZ. So within the pilot area, one of the main things that we've done is we've identified a district metered area, uh, a DMA. So the intention there is that we're going to measure the amount of or the volume of water that will be sent into that area and try to conduct a water audit in that area. Um, follow the steps, look at international best practices, and of course, based on what we learn from our sister islands in the Caribbean and of course the support from GIZ. And we're hoping that from that, we'll be able to launch to a more national program in terms of what we do in terms of our non-revenue water reduction. So we visited the treatment plan, we looked at some of the devices that we have installed, for example, our bulk meters, our pressure reducing valves. We also took some time to look at the different elevation levels um, in terms of when we're doing our hydraulic analysis from the tanks. Uh, and we're hoping all those things in an effort to reduce our levels of non-revenue water within that particular area. So once we've refined what we're doing there, and we've mastered it and we're satisfied with the results, then we can take that now, infuse it into our strategy, and look to branch it out in other parts of St. Lucia. And one of the other important components that was mentioned is that you're going to keep the public aware, um, or the residents within this district metering area. How do you propose to proceed with this? As part of our non-revenue water reduction strategy, we'll have a very active um, communication component to that. Um, we intend to do a lot of public meetings, public sensitization, have a lot of ads out. Um, the intention also is at some point to have a house-to-house -house survey 
going along to our customers to inform them on what we're doing and as well as to show them the need why we need to reduce on our non-revenue water. We also want to inform customers on the adverse effects of things like illegal connections and the legal ramifications of that as well. And of course, the strain that it puts on our water resources going all the way back um, to the source. So we're going to be actively engaging with our customers, not just within the DMA, but our customers in general across St. Lucia on what we're doing. And not just our customers in terms of our paying customers, but our employees, our other stakeholders, um, the regulators, um, Kawasa, looking at our business partners. Um, yeah, so it will be cross-cutting. Thank you very much, Mr. Alsi. This, this is a very good um, initiative. Um, it is the sort of work that is taking place around the region. Um, water leaders and ministers in the water sector are now speaking the language of water loss reduction and non-revenue water reduction. And we are trying to find more efficient ways to deliver water to the public, particularly to meet the sustainable goal, development goal number six, that is water for all by 2030. So I'd like to thank you very much for this intervention and we hope we will continue to give you an update on the progress of this workshop. Thank you very much.